everybody. Mike and Andy here, and we're coming to you live from the uh, Vox World Headquarters, Berea, California. Um, and uh, we've we've got some we've got kind of a special guest in studio with us, but we'll get to that in a second. A couple of a couple business items. First of all, Andy, um, we have a live show coming up. That's right, uh, March 9th In uh, what what are you doing? Why are you moving my I'm pointing, microphone? Pointing it at your face. Oh, it does not want it does not want to be so pointed. I think it wants to look somewhere else. Um, we have a we have a live show March 9th at the Monkey Business Cafe. Oh yeah. Uh, in Fullerton. Yep. Uh, do we have a time on that? Um, no, seven ish. Seven ish. So it'll be it'll be like last live show. If you're a Patreon supporter, you're gonna get first crack because yep. we love we have we have 86 of you, which is. Mm-hmm freaking ridiculous that is yeah. ridiculous yeah um bunch of crazy people bunch of crazy people <laughs> um second round of gifts are coming out so for those of you that have signed up in the last month you you're going to be getting your I, gifts maybe isn't the right word but uh <laughs> prizes um rewards uh punishments I mean, uh, any of those could be any of those could be but but seriously thank you for supporting us um, if you're interested in supporting us, um, you can share these, you can, um, you can like us, uh, please like us on Facebook. You can go to our website, voxpodcast.com. You can, um, uh, what, what, I'm missing one. You can share these. You can like, oh, rate it, yeah. rate us, rate, rate us, us on iTunes. Uh, come yeah. on, on iTunes. We're sick of Joel Olstein <laughs> having the freaking top spot. Yeah. This is the resistance. And this what is that the means, resistance. Damn it. We are. We are coming after those money hungry. Yes. Yes. And just after yeah. we thank our Patreon supporters. Yeah. So so how many how many Patreon supporters does Joel have? He doesn't need any. That's right. Um so so anyway, so all of that's great. March 9th. Um Andy, what are you gonna do to let people know about this? So so Patreon is going up on the website. Crack. Okay. Yep. So make sure to follow, uh, jump on the website, boxpodcast.com. Okay. I will also be promoting it uh, via our Twitter, the Box Podcast. Wow. And also our Facebook, of course. Uh, our Facebook, yes. Okay. Um, so, and what do Patreon supporters at certain levels get? They get first crack if they want to come. That's correct? right. Because we, we'll limit, because it's only, how, right. what are we yeah, limit we're, we're, We could probably only fit about maybe 60-ish yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we'll take. And the last one was packed. Right. So. Yeah, suckers. Yep. So we'll take, we'll take um, the first 60, correct? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and, and if you're going to not, if you're going to Jones us that night, uh, the, Jesus knows, Jesus yeah. knows that you are not a person of integrity. Right. So if you're coming, come, uh, there will be free cores light again. So, uh, we'll do yeah, Don't yes. Yes. Andy, don't look at me like that. Yes. That was the biggest draw last time. Don't even right. shut up. We're not shut even providing water up. <laughs> shut it. You can bring your own snooty drinks but we're having right. some Coors Light man because this is this is a movement of the people <laughs> and and one of the things that um we we in our in our church we do Q&A and one of the questions that came in last week was why that I answered in service why is Coors Light a whole one of the holiest drinks and I said very simple uh Moses met with God on a mountain uh Jesus was transfigured on a mountain um, and Coors Light is bottled on mountains. And so it's very simple. It's a very deep theological. Uh, it has come together. So so anyway, so that's March 9th. Please, please, please um, let us know if you're interested in coming. Uh, and uh, topic TBA. 
uh, to be announced. And be, the reason is, who knows what Donald Trump will do between now and then? <laughs> we we may be in the middle of World War Three. I mean, who who know? I I'm, I almost like don't want to pick a topic yet because who knows what's going to right. happen? I mean, I'm excited about him creating an entire new marginalized society that maybe yes. we haven't seen yet. Yes, I mean, we've kind of he's, yes. hit, he's hit all of the big ones. Yes, so maybe he'll come up with a new one. Yes, the marginalized society would be Trump supporters themselves <laughs> yeah, after that, a while. That would be a, a new one. So um. <laughs> So today in 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 studio, um, driving up from Orange yeah. to Brea, hey, uh, we have Carrie Garcia, What's who up? is not uh, in any way a Garcia. What was your maiden name? <laughs> it was Scott. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so white. She, she yeah. And yeah. I am so white. Yes, yes, uh. yes, yes. If. Um, not on the inside. No, well, we'll see. You can say that. <laughs> White people say that about themselves, right. but, but only if only if black people say that about you, then right. does, do we respect that? I so, mean, you brought the jungle in here with your I leopard did. shawl. But I'm not that. wearing shoes because you brought that in here. It's Anna. a rental. That's right. That's how we, I... The, Brea, the, the Vox World Headquarters is in my house that's a rental, so yeah. no yeah. shoes allowed. Now, uh, what is your, yeah, what's your impression of the Vox World Headquarters? We have a PlayStation 4 yeah. over here, just <laughs> in case. I can't even see it in the midst yep. of all... There's, There's so lots of books. many spiritual books yep, here. Yep. It's really overwhelming. Here's like what I've I'm learned. feeling it from my back. Here's what I've learned. If you cannot be spiritual, look spiritual. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I'm so a, I, have, yeah. I have several Bibles scattered around my study. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I've got uh, I've got a cassette. It's eclectic. I've it's... got I've got social distortion gold record. That that was actually right? the first thing I noticed, I which made me feel at home. Isn't that awesome? I was like, all right, this, this isn't this too crazy. This thing was already here. That's a Spartan race finish medal. So it's a participation trophy for fat people that made it through the Spartan Stop. race. It is. It is. You but, hung that with pride, no, brother. No, no, no. My wife. <laughs> my your wife, wife wants to remind you. Honey, remember yeah. that one time you remember time that you time that? you exercised? Remember that? <laughs> remember that day? Do that more. Yeah, just that's, one know, more That's time. what she's saying. I know, seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the Vox World Headquarters. Yeah, it's I, impressive. I've, I, I'm sure, uh, I have a shirt on. Uh, today, just oh, in honor of you. Is that yeah. not a normal thing? Nope. Normal uh, thing is no under- I'm yeah. so no pants. Thankful yeah, yeah. No, don't say no underwear because yeah. I wear undies. I would never do that to you. Anyway. <laughs> I, for, I, first of all, I, wonder, I don't want though, you to feel insecure. I, could, I, I feel like there might be a day. <laughs> I don't want you to feel bad. Um, all right. Now, uh, so Carrie Garcia, and it's Carrie with a K. It is. Let's be clear. Now, it has is. that always been true? Was that the designated uh, the letter? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. mean, I changed my name for one year, but I did not change the spelling. What, I did what, change my name. Why? Um, because What's I went through uh, a crisis of who I was, and it was awesome. What was the name? It's the best story ever. It? Oh, it was Alex. Alex <laughs> Scott? Yeah. Just changed it. Freshman year. Oh, to call you guys first no, names. No, I'm Alex. Right. So Carrie, I'm Alex Scott. I'm not, I'm not Carrie Scott anymore. Nope. I'm going to go with Alex. Yep. They called my family. My dad was like, well, I guess that's what she wants to be called. We have bigger fish to fry. Exactly. Just call her Alex. Just let her, let her go. So to this day, I'll go to the Bay Area. And I'm like from Oakland area. Okay. And I'll go to the Bay Area. And people will be like, what's up, Alex? Oh, my to this Lord. Day. Oh, my Lord. It's the best. It's the best. Okay. I want to be clear. When so. I was when I was probably seven years old, <laughs> I wanted to change my name to Ace Patrick. Oh, that's awesome. That's way better like, than Alex. Because Kiss was big and Ace Freely was out. And I'm like, dude, Ace Patrick. Come on. Oh, That's good. So, I feel like we so, should revisit so that. So Alex Scott yeah. just doesn't seem as epic. I'm sorry. You know, as Ace it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, there's a lot behind it. Okay. So, okay. You know, well, I wouldn't get it. When you're on meth, you do certain things. Oh, I so, love it. Yeah. So that was my meth name was Alex <laughs> Scott. I mean, it would, I, you know. It was my dealer name. Why don't you, yeah, why don't you 
you pick a yuppie name? Why would you pick a yuppie name I'm as opposed to like like a meth name? I had name? to step out. No, you should have like a meth name like Jersey Shore, you know, or something, you know, Arpeggio. something like that. I felt like Thunder Arpeggio. Mouth. Thunder Mouth. Wow. Okay, now we're back. So That's Carrie Garcia name. from Oakland has just moved to Orange County. From yes. where? Well, I've been lived all over, but I okay. just recently came from L.A. Okay. I was in L.A. for five years, right. but I and lived all over the and, world. And there's no difference between L.A. and Orange County. Oh, yeah, right. When I, so I, I grew up in Ohio, and I always thought, well, if it's Southern California, it's all L.A. And then I realized, yeah. oh, there's oh, no. a difference. Oh, yeah. oh, there's a I difference. I live in Pleasantville. It's bizarre. Yes. Yeah. So um, so uh, Carrie has been introduced into the Vox orbit via Andy Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Andy, this... If this bombs, this it's is all Andy's on Andy. Yeah, it's Absolutely. on me. Um, and and Carrie is she's teaching at our community. Uh, yeah, we record this on a Thursday, that. and um, so she's teaching this Sunday. You'll you'll we air this the following Monday, so mm-hmm. it will already happen by the time you hear this. But uh, we're stoked to have her. Mm. But she's also the founder and queen bee mm-hmm. of wow. something called the Freedom Movement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, so tell us a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a it's kind of started really weird. Uh, we started in a backyard Perfect. with like 50 people. I just thought, what would it look like for people to get up and start being honest about what's really going on? No. And no. yeah, I, I know. thought church keep was it, that place. Keep it in a box, not the box. Okay. Box. So hold on. How old were you when you did that? That was only two and a half years ago. Okay. So you were 14. Yeah. And, um, 18, come and on, so, guys. and so, so church <laughs> culture for you had become a place where a lot of pretending was taking place. Yeah. I just feel like people weren't being really honest and having a free space just to be honest about what was going on. And I just felt compelled to tell my story and I didn't know what that was going to look like. I had not a clue. So where did these 50 people come from? Um, I don't know. Most of them were our parents. <laughs> <laughs> Our family showed up right. um, and then just some random people, which we were pretty like I was stoked on 50 people. I still That's am amazing. stoked on 50 people. That's amazing. Yeah, I figured if Apple can start in a garage, we'll start in a backyard. And right. we had no money and still don't. Those so, are like my first band shows, except it was only our parents and it was definitely less than 50 people. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Even at the height of your career, oh, yeah, 50 was you. pushing it. Yeah. Uh, what was the biggest crowd you played to? Uh, I think 13,000. Perfect. Wow. And yep. I didn't yeah, know that yeah. about you. Yeah. He yeah. was he was opening up You're for a rock star. Andy? Yeah, he was opening up for Blondie. So <laughs> I wish that would have been awesome. Opening up for Thundermouth. That's right. Starring Andy She's Laura. Here. Um. So so that's a so for you what the 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 thought you had was a place for you to tell your story, making room then for other people to to tell theirs. Was I just wanted the them idea? to feel less alone in what they're going through. Okay. I just felt honestly was this aimed particularly at women. Yeah, it, okay. it was and is aimed right now to this point. It's seemingly growing into something way more than what I well, Yeah, if you're going to name it Freedom Movement, I mean, it's kind of an epic name. It's way better than Alex Scott. Yeah. I mean, at least <laughs> your sober name was much better than your math name. I don't know about that. Alex was pretty amazing. No, no not, not at um, all. She as a person was pretty... Yeah. Pretty in- eventful. Uh, um, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, we. it's just kind of growing. I don't know where it's going to go, but right okay. now it's for women. What do you want for it? Like, what's the... So So there's telling the story mm-hmm. and there's freedom in telling your story, mm-hmm. but then what? I There's a couple parts of this because um, it's kind of extensive. So I'm going to make the really elevator pitch here okay. of what it is. Right. But I just saw that there was... Oh, I love the idea of people coming together. I think that there is something in that and large groups of people coming together. Um, And I saw that there was a lot of 
organizations out there that were really reaching the nines, tens, elevens of people who are like really following Jesus on a scale of like 10 oh, okay. being a passionate Christ okay. follower. 11 and one being, being spinal tap. Yeah, just going off the rails. Right. And one, you had like all the like things that were like Harvest Crusade or what, I you know, you had all this yeah. stuff that I was like, yeah. I don't know if they're really reaching on believers, nothing against them, but I right. just didn't see that there was a place for this like no man's land of people who are like, I can't reach this end of the spectrum. Right. And this feels cheesy. Um, so we just kind of wanted to create that space where anybody, whether you knew Jesus or not, or whether you were really burned by the church or whether you were really burned by religion, um, that you could kind of come and just have this space where you were free to be. And mm -hmm. somebody on the stage was actually speaking about real life things that were going on. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully the goal in that is that we would actually plug them into kind of long-term care or place in the church the churches that we partner with, we, we meet with extensively. Like, hmm. do you actually love people? Yeah, um, yeah. Or do you love uh, Extreme causes? betting. Extreme betting there of churches. Is. That's what we need. This yes. is. I propose, I have a new policy proposal. Extreme betting of churches. Yes. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Okay, go I for it. I do that, actually. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, uh, How many so, of them are tied to Russia? Yeah. <laughs> No. Russian Orthodox Church, I, I, have, I, I suspect, is tied to Russia. I'm not sure. But go ahead. So that that's kind of what we do. All is right, I love this... that. So it's not just, I'm sorry to interrupt you, mm, but it's, right. it's not just a, here's, here's my raw story. Mm -hmm. It's the invitation to walk, mm -hmm. not only in that, but mm -hmm. out of that with other people in a community. Yeah. I love that. So we go on tour and we, we travel all around and we've gotten to go all the way over to India. We've gotten to go all through. Who's the we? Um, our team, okay. our team, so the freedom. Of, yeah, we have a staff, and that's yeah, it's all always weird. it's always good when you when there's a, a movement that's more than one person. I mean, if you were just the freedom movement and it was you, it'd be like, ah, okay. Yeah. But a freedom movement, like with you and a team, mm -hmm. that feels like more movement-y. Yeah. I like that. It's definitely had its momentum. Mm -hmm. It's been interesting. So you were just in India, mm -hmm. and then you're also just in Portland. Yeah. Which was weirder? Um, <laughs> India. For sure, but Portland was a close second. Surprisingly, for sure, it was the largest crowd. He's so Andy's throwing thirteen grand out there. Uh huh. Oh, How not even close. How about you? Uh, the largest event we've had is fifteen hundred. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, I like Which that. Which was like, what is happening? <laughs> We're right. the worst PR crew ever. Right. right. <laughs> so you know, it's just I don't know. I think people really want to hear. They want to hear real truth and freedom and and just without all the yeah the fit in the box kind of stuff. So that's what we do. We're really intentional. Why did you, you steal our idea? That. Why did you <laughs> well, that's steal why I keep coming to your idea. church. I'm like, dang it. Why am I drawn to this <laughs> oh, church? Oh, see, because there's, there, because there's a level of handsomeness here that is unique. Right, it's true. I was like, oh man. That Andy. Right. All right, look at those brown eyes. It's given eyes. Mario a new bench of attractiveness <laughs> to work towards. It's, it's like, like, do we need yeah. to pray about going here, Carrie? Mario, Mario. <laughs> struggling. Mario is the husband. Mario is my husband. And, yes, and let's be clear about Mario. Okay, just amazing. He's he's amazing. He uh, he's quiet. He's quiet. At least at least quieter. quieter than yeah, me, yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, and that's how it has to be. Yeah. Um, I married up though. Well, hundred mm, percent. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think that's debatable. Who who was the upper? Marrier? I don't know. He's the upper. He'd I'm say the if upper. he were here, if he if he were here, he might disagree, but. Maybe, but he'd be wrong. <laughs> so, so um, what was it about your journey mm -hmm. that led to the freedom mm -hmm. movement? Were you, but were you a, a church kid? Totally. My dad's a pastor; has been a pastor since well, I was born. In what? In what sort of context? Um, head pastor, head pastor of churches in, all over. Oh, okay. So all over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What kinds of churches? 
Well, as we started out Baptist, so there's a whole story behind that, but moved it to non-denominational, just okay. a really very grace-driven. I think when you have the experiences of what we've experienced, you can't help. If you're going to love Jesus and experience what we experienced, you better know grace. <laughs> right. So that's that's now where he sits and where he lies. And okay. very and evangelical pastor. Yeah. Super. You're still doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so what was it like being a pastor's kid? I mean, I'm raising three. Um, and so I've, I've always kind of... There was really that. great things about it. I really, I love that I grew up knowing truth. I love that my dad taught me the truth from the grid of God's word, mm-hmm. but we lived in such brokenness. My, you know, our outside appearance was very, keep it together, look the part. My dad is really handsome, just like you. You guys remind That's me a I'm lot of each about. other. That's what um, I'm freaking talking about. <laughs> and my mom you was are... really beautiful. Yes. And so she, like um, yeah. So it's kind of like I'm sitting with my parents right now. (laughs) Um, And we just really played that part really well. Um, Just keep it all together. And um, because because the church, because that was what you did. I think it was because we had to hide. I think Uh we had to hide a lot what was going on at the home. And so the diversion to the hiding came from look how great we look on the outside. Mm. Um, But the reality was my mom was struggling with an eating disorder my whole life. She had mental illness and Mm. um, really just sat. I watched my mom sit for 50 years in the front row. She always sat in the front row in this one particular spot, no matter what church we were at, um, taking notes um, feverishly. And yet I knew that what she was learning wasn't penetrating to her heart that she was truly loved and worthy of God's love. Mm. I think it was always about performance. And, mm. um, and it was for my dad for a long time too, was about performance. And that's all I knew growing up. And so even though I had the truth of God's word, I had really dysfunction and brokenness in my home. And what, so what, that played what, itself out how, really negatively. Yeah. How did, how did the mm-hmm. mom's eating disorder and mental mm-hmm. illness play out in the family? Um, it, sh- everyone was an island. Everyone uh, okay. lived like an island. Every, okay. Dad was off doing ministry mom was in her room um like binging and purging like mom was doing her thing i was escaping because in your in a house that's islands you are really ignored and mm. i am not the personality that will be ignored right. um so i kind of made this vow: i will never be ignored again i will be seen i will be heard mm. um but that manifested itself in um drug use and just like really I was so lost, you know, I just kind of want to, I didn't have nurturing and have all these things that you're mm. kind of supposed to have when you're an adolescent. Mm. And so just really played itself out in partying and I'm going to be the best party. I'm going to be the most known party or, you know, it was kind of played itself out in that, that yeah. arena. And then, yeah, by the time I was like 13, I was drinking 14, I was on meth and lived pretty like a duplicit life. My dad would pick me up at parties like the next morning on Sunday morning, no matter where I was, he would pick me up and take me to church and I'd be sitting in the front row, like spinning, oh, like tweaked goodness. out, you know? Oh. And, um, but and, it was, but, and your dad had no, he, he knew, but okay. I, that's one thing I will tell you that even though it was all super dysfunctional, um, my dad loved me a lot. And mm. even though, I mean, I, I remember embarrassed, I knew I embarrassed him and his ministry and all this stuff, but there was my dad's performance and that whole dysfunction that he had and his whole codependency issues, um, overrode he like his love overrode all of that and That's awesome. he would proudly sit me in the front row i mean i was like the the girl that had to change the the projector like remember this yes. the yeah, overhead yeah the overhead thing yeah that was yeah. me like but like spun <laughs> like tweaked out <laughs> oh my goodness um, upside down backwards yeah i'm just and like you're eh. looking at it and you're reading it yeah. yeah. and you can read it you're the only one yeah. that can read like, this. this makes total sense but you know he would have me there it was like the one thing that 
yeah. I think he just could kind of feed into. So, um, mm. so that was like part of that whole thing. And as soon as I got off drugs, I, I got in, I found a Christian guy, got married, and that was super dysfunctional um, because I never figured out. I mean, people that do drugs don't love themselves; they mm. they hate themselves. And so, how long? Um, how long? How long did that uh, addiction go for? Um, I st- the last time I ever did um, a line was when I was twenty. Wow. So from the time I was 14 till the time I was 20, but, but from about nine, like 19 to 20, I really was trying to get help. And it mm. just was, it, that's a process of getting off drugs. And mm. some people can go no more, but usually mm. statistically they fall back into and realize I don't want to live in that anymore. So yeah, I mean, then just went into marriage and went straight into so you, ministry. Okay. So, oh, oh see, yeah, it's so <laughs> yeah. good. Okay. Right? So, so yes, this is so, oh. <laughs> This is beautiful. So we've mm-hmm. been pretending, pretending, pretending. Mm-hmm. You've been just so lost, so lost, mm-hmm. so lost. You right. get off of drugs. Mm-hmm. And then instantly it's mm-hmm. back. It's Jesus at 11. It's Jesus at 11. Right. Yep. So we're going to marry a Christian guy. Mm-hmm. And um, you know where this goes. Well, yeah, he was probably homeschooled. Mm-hmm. No, uh, he wasn't. Okay. He wasn't. He struggled actually with mental illness. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah. So it was, you didn't know that. Um, I knew he was suicidal, but I was super like I can take care of you. I can he- like it just, you know, there's all that psychology behind that. Like yeah. I, I want to fix my mom. So now I'm going to fix you. Right. You know, it's weird. I'm so yeah. messed up. Man. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, I mean, welcome to the family. Yeah, I, right. I just am like, Oh wow. So we'll turn Jesus up to 11 mm-hmm. Christian guy. And then mm-hmm. when you say ministry, what do you mean by that? Went straight into youth ministry. Him and I co-pastored and we did that oh. for several years. What was that like? Um, it was really real and true and I loved God, (laughs) but, um, I was not living authentically when the lights are out and nobody was around. I was the inside person of me was not matching. I was so angry. I mean, volatilely. Police had come to our house because of how angry I was. And I couldn't put my finger on it at the time. And everyone I knew was like, stuff it, do ministry. What was the trigger? What was the, what were, was it towards? It could be anything, but it was mostly towards him okay, in private. It. On the outside, I knew how to play that part. Right, you know right. what I mean? That's all I had known. Right. And so, and my parents were still together at this time, um, living out that whole lie. And, yeah. um, yeah, it just was really, really mm. volatile. And that went oh. on for three years. Oh. And then um, my parents got divorced. And I always say, like, it's like Camelot fell. I felt like Camelot fell. I felt like we were on this pedestal. And all these secrets came out. And I everything that was inside... Came out to the church? Yeah. I mean, my mom had written this letter. It's really a long story. But yeah, kind of came out. My dad oh. had stepped down. The church refused for him to step down. It was actually beautiful how they handled my dad. But... Um, it, it, it finally, I was, I don't know, it gave me permission to feel and it gave me permission uh. to like talk about what was actually going on. And that was a good thing, but I <laughs> internally exploded. I had uh. like an absolute mental breakdown and stepped out of my marriage vows, had an affair. Mm-hmm. was like, I'm getting out. I'm not doing this anymore. This will be the one thing that'll finally kick me we'll out. We'll turn Jesus down to one. Yeah. We'll turn Jesus right. down mm. to negative. Right. Um, and and so I was like, this will get me out of my marriage. This will get me out of church. This yeah. will just get me out of all of it. And yeah. that was really short-lived, but played into my mind really, really negatively and Ugh. messed me up and um, caused me to almost commit suicide. And it was really dark. It was the, the darkest time of my life was that period. Definitely not the drugs. What? What? That what why wow. was that so dark? How, how did that... Was it the shame that was coming out? Was it the yeah. the mix of rage and shame and self loathing? Mm-hmm. And I mean, what? It was shame, was and it was shame. 
I love God my whole life. Mm. I believed in God from the time I was four and I never stopped believing him. I don't believe you lose your salvation um, because Jesus knocked hard my whole life. Um, And I felt like I had, I finally had so disappointed him. Like Mm. I really had choosingly gone too far and I had, my dad wasn't talking to me at the time and I had lost all the ministry, which I needed to lose. That all needed to go. Um, I'd lost all my friends. My church had, you know, like, turn their back on me. And, um, and they just didn't understand how to deal with it. I don't hold bitterness to that. I just, people don't know how to deal with that kind of stuff. I think mm, they yeah. need to learn better. Cause how it's to not do about it. the affair, not it's even not, remotely. about. No, the affair. it wasn't. And they didn't know. And I don't, I love them in that now mm-hmm, mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. time I, I didn't understand it. And so that all of that social kind of mm. like suicide, I felt like I was committing really raised itself to me being alone in an apartment by myself with all my thoughts and mm, those negative words yeah. and you would be better and everybody would be happier if you weren't here. Yeah. And also mm. part of that was like, I'll show them like if I die, uh, they're going to yeah. be really sad. Um, yeah. And so that, that definitely played itself out, which is so weird because at the same time, my mom's paralyzed, like this parallel story is going on. Cause my mom had left my dad and all that shame of that. And my mom had had multiple affairs and was just, struggling with all this stuff Mm. and same thoughts were going through her mind um so i almost committed suicide at a stop sign with a bus and it was a whole scene Um, and i really felt like i mean i know this sounds weird but i really felt like like god spoke to my heart and was like hey this isn't me all this stuff isn't me like i know everything you've done i've seen everything you've done um and i actually really love you i really Mm. love you mm-hmm. and um i'm not gonna say it was like a burning bush in my car wouldn't that be cool though such that's a cool story. just for just for you that's a reference to like bible yeah that's, a, that's not just a random yeah. drug-induced sort right, of thing right right that's right not, that's not a meth thing <laughs> right while it might have been in some scenario right, 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 right. Exactly. yeah it would have been really cool if i would have could say like jesus was sitting there and right. i saw him and right. he like spoke but um it was just something i felt in my heart yeah a and deep sense. Um, it was it was this deep sense and I can't say that that changed the rest of my life. I can say it was the beginning of, of the me change. turning the car around and two years of intensive therapy yeah. and two years of really figuring things out, unfortunately. And I believe that that God is trying to speak to us. I just think, you know, many of us can't. It's hard for us to hear because the voices that are negative are really loud. And that was the story for my mom. The mm. voices were really loud. And unfortunately, mm. um, she didn't wasn't able to hear past those voices and then she ended up taking her own life and oh, and no, um, really? so this is a fun oh, this is a fun Lord. podcast right guys <laughs> how, keep, how long keep ago it up. was that how long ago was that uh that was 11 years ago 11 oh, and a half years ago goodness. yeah it's been you know that it's so weird because that was super hard obviously really really hard there's part of me that felt relief for her mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, well, you understood i just understand and i even think and you guys can get into this later but i think god's in that like i think god loves her i think god said you can come home linda yeah um yeah. so i think she loved god but i think she hated her life she hated there was just hopelessness yeah. and that's and and so you ask why i started this whole thing i started oh i, I think started we got it. freedom movement because <laughs> of all it. that you know holy crap yeah i'm well, just and, tired and, of people sitting in the front row and not thinking yes, that there's someone for them it was the toxicity of this like the pretending mm-hmm. the dysfunction yeah. the shame oh my goodness yeah i mean that yeah and and i i think all of us maybe not to the same degree, 
But all of us who sit in something we call stage three, referencing a previous podcast, uh, have come to that place of we're just done mm-hmm. with the pretending. I think yeah. there needs to be a new spiritual discipline called unpretending. Unpretending. And um, Love and, it. And, and 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 like so, it's not because I mean, in church circles, it's okay to share struggles, mm-hmm. right? Uh, is as long as they're Somewhere. in the past. <laughs> As long yeah. as, um, mm-hmm. as long as they're not too slobbery and ugly, mm-hmm. um, and, and if you've already got accountability, and if there's been right, a long right. enough time, this is what I see. Like yeah. people get, you know, they they get forgiven. They believe in being redeemed, which means like to be, you know, I am now. God has come in, and I believe what He says is true, and that I am a new creator. Like I'm good. I am new. I am His child. They believe yeah. it, but then the church says, "Well, wait a minute." You know, it's only been six months since your affair. So, you know, you, you have to jump through hoops. Not all the churches, some churches. Sure. Um, so you have to jump through hoops to, to, to do ministry or to be back in ministry or to serve. Or, and I am like, that is so not true. That's just not true. It's not what I've read. When I read the Bible, it's not what I read. God picks a bunch of misfits and sometimes they pick some that day to go change someone's life. And so I just am like, I'm not... I think there needs to be accountability and I think that you need to make sure like your heart is okay for your own protection because um, ministry can be a daunting. But mm-hmm. um, I, I think the moment, the moment I turned that car around, the moment I turned that car around was the moment that I was completely new. I just needed to figure out my story in that newness, mm-hmm. but I was completely new and yeah. that, and I and was And it's different. been working it out ever since. Yeah. And it's been a journey, a really long really extensive, really heart gut wrenching journey, but I'm here today and I'm way better. I'm way better. My inside person finally does match my outside person. I can honestly say that. Um, but I'm still misfit. What's, what's it been like? Um, how long have you been married to Mario? I've been married to Mario 11 and 12, no, almost 13 years. He's better at this than I am. Uh, almost 13, (laughs) September will be 13 years. So uh, 12 and a half years. And, and, um, how did that how did that come about in the sense of you you had had this I mean it sounds like you were married before your mm-hmm. mom took her life mm-hmm. um and you were were you in the midst of therapy during that time were you were you on the other side of it I was it? on I mean, the other side of that Okay mm-hmm. okay Yeah so the darkness had passed. You were reengaging newness. Mm-hmm. What were you doing um, for money during that time? Were you were you doing vocational church yeah. stuff? No, were you... I was not doing ministry. I had stepped out of ministry for. All. I just needed to be away from that for a while. That's. I never thought I'd be here again. Yeah, I just yeah. thought I was like, okay, that ship has sailed, and that's good. I'm done with that i right. stepped into being a trainer actually which is hysterical because i hate working out now yeah. um but i was a trainer yeah. for like 12 years yeah. and ran my own business a really lucrative business in san diego that's with, what i'm talking about yeah. mandy we're we're in the wrong thing dude yeah I know. yeah I know. it was awesome that's it was awesome. great and, and you have a great personality for it i can imagine people would love that it was fun it was a really good i had some really great clients i got to have one of my clients was the prince of in saudi arabia it was super cool Whoa. yeah <laughs> it was awesome he had a g6 and his own compound yeah. it was really cool right. <laughs> I actually flew my dad to Saudi Arabia with him to meet the king and and have like relations with church, but that's a whole nother. Whoa. Yeah, it was really, really cool. So that was 10 years of my life with those guys. Okay, there's that. a drop. There's a Where, drop. Where's the gym that I go to where I right. get to sign up for that? Right. Oh, he had his own gym, so <laughs> yeah, we went to his home five days a week. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was amazing. Okay. It was such a great experience. So how'd you, how'd you Mario meet then? We met in church. 
Okay. He had a, a red so were, mohawk. So, so you and oh, I love. So I was all, oh, uh, you're like, yeah. <laughs> so so you were reengaging with Jesus, but from a far healthier place. Yeah, and from just the ro- the rose, I wasn't on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, which which is so much more authentic and yeah. normal and, and regular. Good. It and... was great. I don't feel like God wanted me to perform. I don't yep. think He wants me to perform now. Right. At all. Right. Um, so freedom movement, mm-hmm. the, I mean, come in full circle. First mm-hmm. of all, I, I now resent the fact that you called me, me and Andy your parents. Uh, I think I, I think you should take that uh, back. Yeah. No, um, you guys are way uh, healthier than my parents. Well, you don't know. I don't know. You don't know what happens when the mic's off. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do, because I've hung out with Andy till like 3 a.m. talking deep philosophical <laughs> things. So I do know. Really? This is true. Yeah. Oh, man. This is true. I can only imagine Andy at 3 a.m. Andy at 11 a.m. It was actually me confessing like, you know, I need a way out of this situation. I'm actually <laughs> It was more therapy because for... I do life coaching. And oh, so it was kind of about yeah. you. Oh, no. <laughs> It was a cry for help more than anything. <laughs> I want to be clear. The, 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 the person that needs help in this is me. Because what I'm dealing with here, and maybe you've got some thoughts about this, I'm dealing with somebody who's the opposite of John the Baptist, right? He wants to increase, and he wants me to decrease. And, and I, just, I just resent it. I'm so angry. Um, well, hey, Carrie has been called the voice of the millennials. How do you like that? By who? Yeah. Did, did any millennials call her that or is it like 50 yes. year old Baptist women? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. So, so why didn't you, um, just, you know, start a women's ministry in the church? Come on. Why not have just uh, teas and flowers and arrangements well, and, and they got is, money. That so why is not go working to them? so well. The teas and the doilies that is working really well. Uh, I didn't want to be in the church. I wanted to be where we didn't have to have the, because constraint of that and I yeah, didn't want to be a part on. of all of that come on but I f- oddly enough as I prayed about this I really felt like God was like you need to go to the church and I was so resistant I mean my whole team can tell you I had to go away on a mountain it was a whole scene oh. I had now, to go, now like, let's talk go about away. mountains for a second Coors Light there are right days, on yeah. we've already done yeah. this okay yeah okay just making sure that was clear all right go ahead uh and really I felt like God was like you need to go into the church and I didn't want to go into the church but he was like well then no one's going to reach your mom in the church uh if you don't go so Dang. I was like but you, so you were founded out of the church to reach into to reach into it yeah. Kind of. And so now we kind of partner with churches. Right. Um, and that's the difference between us. We're not just this event that comes in and says a bunch of stuff and then leaves. Right. We don't want to leave you like heart ripped open with you know where to go to have, you know, good, good. healing, you know. So yeah. I really do think that I think the church can be such a great space for healing and for learning and gaining wisdom. And it's a really important part of it but it's not the whole thing and so um, we need to come alongside churches the church is the whole thing <clears throat> yeah if you're not there that, sunday morning sunday night wednesday yeah well i think there. some churches and sunday that. night in my uh, or wednesdays so, remember that remember wednesday well of course know, i'm kind of old but so I remember yes you are church. you look great for 50 thank you um so <laughs> what a me <laughs> too me <laughs> too yeah well andy's in his 60s yeah, yeah. um so <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so freedom movement's big. What's it been like for you mm-hmm. to be a, a, a woman in, um, and I don't know what your church experiences have been like, mm-hmm. but in that context, because one of the one of the things that I've really I've really changed in the last maybe five, six, seven years has been um, 
deeply regretting mm. the way the church has treated mm. uh, women mm-hmm. and not allowed them into all levels of leadership. And that's just part of our, you know, we, we, we're big fans of our friend Bonnie and mm-hmm. um, we've had a, a gal named Megan uh, Fate Marshman mm-hmm. into our church several times She's and we're awesome. thrilled. Yeah. We're thrilled to have you. What's that been like for you? Has mm-hmm. that been, has that been a thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, has that been an issue at all? It has uh, been an issue. Um, there are a few churches that I've been involved with where, I know that I am not going to be able to use the gifts that God has given me to be able to um, use them in that church because they don't have women on Teach. their stage. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But, you know, to be honest with you, I, I know a lot of my counterparts are really like really strong about this. And I love that that is the that's the hill they want to die on. And I'm, I'm good with that. And I feel like that's really important. We need those voices. Um, I'm kind of at a place where it's not a hill that I have to die on. I feel like I'm, I'm good with being a woman and I'm really good with preaching and I'm really good with teaching. And if you're not at that place where you want to have me, that's okay. Like that's okay. When there's you're 50, room, when you're 50, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, I'm not 50. I okay. just want to go. <laughs> okay. Okay. She, she's not, but, but I, I am close. 60. Late I am 40s. close. I Late am close. 40s. I am close. Um, but I, I just, I, I don't, it doesn't ring me up like like some other people mm-hmm, would really get mm-hmm, riled mm-hmm, up about mm-hmm. it. And um, and I think women should preach. And I think there's an incredible voice that they bring. And I think they bring such another aspect to the Word of God. Um, but it's not something that if you're not okay with me being a woman preaching that I'm going to go toe to toe with you. I just feel like that's something that you're working out mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And there's space for you and your thoughts and, and God's going to work that out in your own life. Um, and I'm going to do my thing and you're not really going to get in the way of that. Right. right. Um, so well, if particularly if it's just, if it's okay. just been to women, cause I mean, that's allowed, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess, women, I, women, mean, I, I mean, I talk to women. I preach yeah. at a lot of churches and okay. that's been great. Who, let me compare, our church mm-hmm. with all the other churches that aren't as good. Mm-hmm. So right. just, so <laughs> right. can Truly. you just talk just a little bit about oh, that? Man, where do I start? It's just so much. Yep. All right. So we're just not very good. <laughs> or the bar is so low. The bar is so low. I always low. feel like when people tell me like, you're a great teacher, I'm like, well, that's because the bar's low. Yeah. I, I don't think No, there's... I do it for you are a good teacher. Shut, shut. You are. Shut. You are. Now, if you were training me, however, mm-hmm. Like personal trainer uh, or life personal coach training? training? Well, okay. well, I don't know. I mean, life goals. I am aimless. Mm-hmm. I'm a wanderer. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to fend off Andy from taking over the you podcast. Just challenge anything that that comes your way. That's like <laughs> an this is how it's supposed to be. Uh-huh. Then we're out. Nah. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I I I think because I I try to stay purposefully not terribly aware of what freedom movement was mm-hmm. or just to hear it real mm-hmm. kind of time. Um, uh, and Andy's just said, you know, I mean, you've got this, you've got a, um, I, I don't even know how to describe your story. I mean, it's heartbreaking. It's hopeful. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And I'm so, I'm so Thanks. sorry that we've created a church culture where mm-hmm. the, the, the codependent expectation from both sides is mm-hmm. that they're the best foot always has to be put mm-hmm. forward. Just, don't you have so much hope though? I really do feel like there's a lot of people rising up and changing a lot of that. And mm-hmm. I really, I'm really hopeful for, you know, my husband always says that the, that the church is not going to look like this in 10 years. And my husband's very like the barefoot church kind of guy. And, mm. Granola. and yeah, he is a little bit. And, uh, 
I, I'm really hopeful. I think church is a really good thing. And I think gathering people together is a really good thing. Um, and I'm really hopeful about our future. And I'm really hopeful about the, the young men and women that are, are rising up and really speaking out and saying like, God does love me in this. Yep. And, and I, I, I love church. I, I'm thankful for church. I'm thankful for what it brought foundationally for me. I think people are broken and that's okay. And they are working out their own stuff, but I'm going to speak on behalf of the broken mm-hmm. and, um, and let them know that there's a tribe for them, that there is a misfit tribe. God chose misfits oh, and man. that's what he does. That's actually our tour this year. Huh? We'll plug there, the misfit <laughs> wow. tribe tour. Wow. Um, so we're pretty wow. excited about that, but he now, really can did. Guys, can guys come? Yeah. We have about a handful of guys that are always there that are just kind of like hanging out and we're, are they single <laughs> usually? My brothers come to a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these, women, these, these women conferences are absolutely fascinating. We have a, a guy band, <laughs> right. so the band that travels with us is the dudes, and, and yeah. I think there's something beauty. There's but they're beauty coming for the tea, the tea and the doilies. Yeah, yeah. there is no tea, unfortunately, and no events. doilies. No, it's very intentional. If you don't know Jesus, it, and you've never. Or, or you're angry at God, we really want you to come. Like that would, we we champion you Do you have a there. local event coming up? Uh, no, our local event here in Orange County is not all the way until September. Our next event's in LA. Damn you. Um, we do have a, a workshop on Saturday called Fearless. And I people just, get this But Monday. this Saturday, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so people get this So you missed it. When's, it, when's, it, when's the LA one? The LA one's March 24th. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're at? Yeah, that one's at a church called Rocky Peak in the Valley. Whoa. You cannot be called a church called Rocky Peak in the Valley. Yeah. That totally does not. It's not called not... Rocky Peak in the Valley, but it's Rocky Peak. But it's in the Valley. It's in, in the, the Valley. valley. But yeah. it's in the Valley. You yeah. can't be Rocky Peak Church in a freaking Valley. It's actually not. It's up It's up <laughs> no, on, a, no. on a hill, like nope. overlooking all these rocks. Nope. It's kind of cool. No. It's a cool church. Nope. <laughs> You're out. Your name disqualifies yeah, if it's you. It's a peak. I mean, we're talking about like it's a peak it's a overlooking pinnacle. the valley. Okay, but is it the peak? Well, they make Coors Light there, it? so I'm <laughs> pretty sure I'm it's on a high mountain. Well, that's what I'm talking well. about, Dad Gummit. All right. So, Carrie, wow. Thank you. Thank you. I feel it's really honored awesome. to be here. It's when such greatness. <laughs> well, oh, the greatness—the greatness couldn't make it today, so you're stuck with us. Um, so, brothers and sisters, I mean, obviously, uh, if you've been tuning into our podcast, I mean, holy cow, do we resonate um, with this? There yeah. is a uh, a deep sense uh, of unpretending that needs to happen in the church, and 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 but but, and this is where you know there are other voices that are really beautiful, saying, "Listen, it just can't be about being real." There, mm-hmm. Jesus always did invite people into newness and mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. restoration, and it wasn't just, "Hey, I love you right there," and uh, it's unimportant to me whether or not you move from that spot. Right. That there was always a movement mm-hmm. um, to His uh, grace and His love and His affection, and so I love that you capture both parts of that because mm-hmm. um, I think there is an unpretending on the one hand, but there is a, what does it mean now to walk as a new? creation mm-hmm. and and so much in the new testament is not about morality it's about identity mm. and how identity then plays in your relationships with other people yep. and blah 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 blah. so i love that i love that you're trying to connect people to each other in the midst of brokenness i love mm-hmm. it i love it i love it so well done well done thanks i, I mean talk it's about been a trip oh i 
I can't even imagine. I it's mean, it's so weird. Uh, I don't even know. When he said I picked the least of these, I was like, yeah, sure did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah, sure did. Amen. Um, so uh, coming up in LA, if you want to find out more, what's your website? Uh, you can go to thefreedommovement.us. .us. Yes, we're changing that our URL. All of our, <laughs> everyone hates it. I know. We're just changing it. Just dot, bear with us. Dot, but right now it's thefreedommovement.us. Us. Uh, and then and then if you're going to follow you on social media follow me or freedom movement either either carrie garcia one what what um with a as k. opposed to alex garcia right scott. Alex um, scott. carrie garcia one with a k yeah or you can freedom underscore movement freedom underscore movement yeah dot us all right <laughs> so are right, any other thoughts andy before we wrap up no, I was like, I'm sitting over here mid midway through it. Like, I I probably, know. it's probably one of the first time on this podcast. I'm sitting here like listening to your story, and I'm just like, I'm gonna start crying. Oh, Andy, crying. And I'm like, big heart, you know, Andy. And so hate you, wow. hate you. I just sat here bored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting over here deeply connected to your story. I'm like, like, listen, I, I knew you before, but man, I really I like know, know you. I know you. Right? Yeah. You know, we we had a fun engagement because our um, our friend Joy. Uh, Oladokun, mm-hmm. um, who played at Vox, yep, she yep. she posted on Facebook um, a great you know asking for great uh, romance movies. Oh, I think yeah, yeah? Yes. okay. And um, I naturally my first thing that's a contradiction in terms, brothers and sisters. Yeah, so just yes. for the record, just for the record. Yeah. So I went on there and I was like, oh, Top Gun, naturally. So <laughs> I throw that out of there. And then a few posts later, uh, Carrie chimes in and says, three hundred. Yeah. So. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's my favorite movie of all time. It is. Yeah, that is such a good movie. It's. I actually did a message series on it when I was a college pastor. Oh, of course. <laughs> For a month. Let's study the there abs. Was four, four girls left and like seventeen men. Like, yes. Well, apparently, like, apparently, didn't show any of the movie thing because then it might have been the other way around. Right. No, it was all about like <laughs> this is Sparta. Yes. See, come on now. Um, awesome. Oh my lord, I can't even. Okay, I'm That's, a complex human being. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I like that. Um, so, so great romance movies. Check. Yes. Um, uh, <laughs> Shout out to Joy Bomb. Yes. Check. Love you, Check. She's my friend. So, um, so you've got all Carrie's information. Check her out. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, we're gonna open up signups when for March 9th, uh, Andy Bear. Um, let's uh, let's say it's open uh, right now. <laughs> Okay. So if this is Monday, wow! If this is Monday, wow! We're we're it's kicking a tight, off. It's a, it's tight, a tight ship. ship. So we're kicking off. Uh, you can sign up right now at boxpodcast.com. Wow! Yep. That means you got some work to do, Andy Bear. Between now and then, between Thursday and Monday. I know. Wow! You actually got something to do. Go well, figure. Oh, shut <laughs> it! All right. Um. So brothers and sisters. Oh, and by the way, if you've made it this far and you're still listening. Uh, what do you want to talk about? What do you think would be a compelling con- piece of conversation? Because we look at the live shows in the following way. First, um, this is this is we we love having some sort of like weird venue. Um, we'd love if you are somebody who is curious, skeptical, doubting, for you to enjoy something like this. We know stepping into a church context, you know, even if it's a church as freaking amazing as Vox. Um, uh, is intimidating. And so these live shows are meant to be a place where after a couple Coors Lights, um, you you really taken back <laughs> with how awesome God is. And, um, and Or you're looking for the fastest restaurant. Oh, boy. And, uh, and, uh, and, 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 and we do Q&A. We, I mean, we just have a whole bunch of stuff around it. We just want to put a lot of thought into it. But we'd love, I'd love to know stuff you'd want to talk about. 
uh, because we don't want to get too heady theologically. We want to get really engaging with what's going on in the world. And so um, the first one we did was about how do you vote? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and so we're, th- we're, we're toying with a couple ideas, but we'd love to hear your thoughts. So go ahead and chime in. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else, Annie? That's it. All right. We're done. Uh, or, or as Seth calls you, Miss Annie. Miss mm-hmm. Annie. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right. So brothers and sisters, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his face upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance to you and bring you peace or give you peace or give you peace. Amen. Uh, Until next time, my friends. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the Vox podcast. Learn more about us at voxpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at the Vox podcast. And now support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Vox Podcast.